Today we are starting our Jesus Walks podcast, a podcast where you can learn to walk like Jesus in your practical everyday life. And so first of all, we will just shortly uh, introduce ourselves. So Marxis, do you want to start? Yeah. Hey, uh, hey everyone. Um, I'm Marcis, live in Riga, Latvia. And uh, yeah, um, I'm a follower of Jesus. Uh, I'm part of a church plant uh, that we started around 10 years ago. Uh, happily married. I have a wife, Christiana. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, my passion is uh, <clears throat> to follow uh, Jesus myself, to learn as a disciple. And, uh, and I have a huge heart to see others grow in this area as well. Uh, and see other people getting to know Jesus himself. So uh, those are a few of uh, my first immediate passions, I could say. Thank you. Martin? Yeah, my name is Martin Alexandersson. I live in Gothenburg in Sweden with my wife Hannah, and we have two small boys as well. And uh, we moved here to, to plant the church and been involved in church planting before, and that's also what I what I do for, for living. I'm, I'm working with church planting and, and mission. So um, that's pretty much what my week looks like. It's about church planting and mission. But I also enjoy people growing <laughs> and, and growing as disciples. Yeah. And my name is, is Ant Jakob Hulvik, and I live in Bergen, on the west coast of Norway, where we uh, yeah, planted a church some years ago, and now I'm, I lead this young church. Uh, in Flux Church. And um, as for Martis and Martin and me, we wanted to start this Jesus Walks podcast because we are passionate about learning how to follow Jesus and also to do it in a really practical way. So we are going to try to to share on a personal level from our lives and experience on how he has been teaching us. And we hope that it can be a blessing uh, to, to you guys uh, who are listening to us now. So uh, the topic of today is, is being a disciple in difficult times. And right now we have the whole corona situation going down. And I think especially here in the West, we get to feel some, some sort of new kind of conditions uh, surrounding us in, in society and some new topics coming up uh, in that regard. And so, so first of all, uh, Martin, do you want to start sharing some reflection on on being a disciple in, in difficult times. Yeah. If we, we, um, if we look at our lives, we can see that we have different uh, things that we could easily put our trusts in, I guess. And uh, it could be like my financial situation or my work or uh, the place I live or uh, my body, my health and, and that kind of stuff. And I think that in different times in our lives, we were really facing different areas when, when these are, are um, starting shaking. And, and if we look at this situation, it's, it's a bit um, special because a lot of things are shaking at the same time, but also for a lot of people. Often, um, it's just one guy or uh, a couple of families who are, are losing their job or are b- becoming ill or they have a death in their family, something like that, that really is shaking them. But now it's, it's so broad, and that's also a, a maybe why we are 
um, having more more challenging time to deal with it, but also it's it's more openly because you could be a bit more uh, feel more lonely when it's just you who who are having a tough time and and everyone around you are uh, yeah feels that they are just doing fine. So I, I think this is a this is a bit of a of a special time, but it's it's also like eternal challenges for us as a disciple. Mm. And what, um, yeah, sort of, Martin, Martin, what sort of areas do you think uh, that this pressure is pushing pushing on in us of kind of fears and what kind of things come up when its pressure is com- coming on? Yeah, if you if you ask a psychologist, they would say that you have just two kinds of fear. The one is uh, the first one is not to be loved, and the second one is not to have control. And everything else uh, goes down to one of these two fears. And in this area, it's not so much, uh, I guess, about uh, not being loved. That's that's the the issue for us uh, mostly. Otherwise. Uh, when when we are wondering mm-hmm. how do people look me, will they approve me? Uh, what do you think about what I'm saying right now? That kind of stuff. But uh, now now we are are more in a situation when we we don't when we lose control on many many different areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, may, I don't. I might not have a job. Maybe we we can't afford to stay in our house. Then um, maybe I, I get sick. Uh, and I think we, we also need to be, be be honest that we have different levels of fear that is uh, we need to deal with in different ways. Uh, for example, mm-hmm. if, if I'm worried about why do I miss my exam on Friday, that's one level of fear. But that won't, like, um, it's not the foundation of my life. But um, I, I met a friend yesterday. His mom is like... Uh, late 50s or something and he said uh, she has so many many underlying diseases so if she gets the corona she'll die that's that's the that's the fact uh, and of course that's a different level of fear comparing to yes mixed mix the miss the bus now on the way home or miss my exam so we 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 must understand that it's different levels of fear but of course um some of them are real for us and some are more um, uh, and, and really challenging, definitely. And, and that uncertainty creates a lot of fear for a lot of us. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think like, yeah, I mean, in some nations now, it is really serious. We have some friends down in Southern Europe, for example, in Barcelona, people in, in Paris and France. And, and I mean, some places, it, it is much tougher than what it is up here. But but speaking from from my point of view, like uh, sitting in Norway, I have to admit that um, it's been pretty refreshing time for me personally, and I see for the, for our church here because suddenly things get a bit more real in a way. You know, it's not just like the regular roll of things and everything is fine, no challenges. I mean, if you talk real life challenges, I mean everybody we go through difficulties in different ways, but. But suddenly you are kind of faced in a situation where those fears might come up. And I think that um, the thing you fear is the thing you put your trust in. So, I mean, Mm. if your trust is in your finances and they are being shaken and then this fear comes up, 
then you built on you built on money as a foundation, right? Yeah. Or your job, or so. So it really like reveals a lot in among uh, believers and disciples today. What have we been building on, right? And like Jesus says when he teaches, uh, he says that we should we should fear God so much more than what could kill the body down here on earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he's the one who can also throw into hell, he says. Like, it's pretty straight on said. But then he goes on saying that, but the same God, he knows every uh, hair on your head and he cares for you, like dearly cares for you. So so don't be afraid, right? But yeah. so I think it puts things a bit in, in perspective um, in that sense. And maybe we can be a bit refined in our faith and and get even more into trusting in God instead of trusting in all those things that usually have been very uh, easy flow for us growing up in this time in our nations. Uh, but uh, Mortis, what's, um, what's the reflection from Riga? I, I, I've heard some people have been starting to lose their jobs. and Is it shaking up the church down there? Yeah, I think uh, that it's uh, it's a common crisis in different places we are, uh, you know, coming against. And uh, it's, it has, I think, two sides, as you, you pointed it out. I think it has uh, the side that we, it's kind of reality we face on, on like a daily basis. And time, I think, as for the church, uh, it actually, uh, it can really have a good effect on our faith. And I was just thinking even today about First Peter, how it says that through trials, our faith is tested, right? And that it comes through fire, but it has good purpose. And I think in this season, uh, yeah, we, you know, we had we have to innovate in many ways how how to maintain being a body, uh, you know, uh, care for each other. But I think it uh, it is uh, individual time for people uh, to assess the things you guys mentioned about like uh, the foundations, you know, because when uh, when the storm comes, it it, it tests the foundations. And I think yeah, it comes down to very practical realities. You know, uh, some people have already lost their jobs. Some. Some are expected uh, to do so in the time to come. And so uh, I think yeah, it, it uh, awakens the kind of reality of faith and, uh, and the things we, uh, we hold dear. Mm. I was uh, just um, reminded by, about a saying, and it comes more, more to character, but you, could, you can apply it here as well. And the, the saying is like this, that, that tough times... Uh, doesn't create character tough times reveals the character that was already there and i think that's that's the thing now because you don't really know um what uh, yeah what where do you have your crust until it starts shaking for example uh or or what uh uh, or maybe what things do i value um Suddenly, a lot of us might realize that our um, parents are uh, are in a risk of dying. My parents are a bit, um, yeah, a bit over seventy five, so they are are heading towards that um, risk zone. And and I think a lot of us could could uh, realize, okay, this is this is uh, this is serious. We need to also see what what is uh, what's important in life. That also could happen in, in a lot of other difficult times like sickness or uh, financial crisis or persecution or a lot of other stuff that you, you can't really imagine because uh, you take it so for granted uh, when everything is smooth and running. Yeah, like 
what I wanted to recommend something to to you guys who are watching and listening uh, today because because in the middle of this I, I see that often there is a tendency that when we get into a storm or we get into a difficulty we we uh, pray to God for help or we ask people for support and we just try to get through it and then if we come through it <clears throat> then we are we are sort of like relieved and like, okay, uh, we managed to pay the rent, you know, <laughs> or that relationship got restored, or, you know. And, but then uh, the, what I see with Jesus in the Bible is that when he's hitting into a storm at the Sea of Galilee or uh, like uh, something like uh, a big need arises, he, he, um, he doesn't just go through one instance of difficulty and then he's like trying to stay safe afterwards, but he kind of heads into the next and the next and the next with the same type of peace and the same type of trust. So we can mm. multiply bread or the storm or healing some, uh, some seriously sick people or a dead person needing to be raised. You know, like he, he goes through uh, one after the other. Uh, I mean, even he goes to the cross, right? Jesus is willing to die for us and he's, He's kind of basically giving himself up and 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 trusting the Father to raise him from the dead when he has actually given over all the control. So he's like, wow, that's pretty challenging. And so in this time, when we have so much time at home, there is a, there is a documentary movie I'd like to recommend, which has been so refreshing for me and brought me into really deep reflection about my own life. And that is a, a documentary film about um, the Eubank family, David Eubank and his family, who uh, came from the States, but moved down to, to Burma, Myanmar, and served as missionaries for like uh, 20 years. And then recently, they got a call to go to North Iraq, and North Iraq and Syria, to go in and help at the front lines. Uh, first, initially, it was at the battle against ISIS. So they came into Mosul, the big city Mosul, and they were in the front line of the killings for nine months. Uh, and so the reason for going in was that they went in to basically save people who were being shot or who lost a leg or children, anyone they could, could save they would go in to save. So David, the man in the family, he would be at the very, very front. So you see him in the film, uh, they are being shot up by ISIS. They, they basically try to survive and they pray all the time to God. They just pray to God, pray to Jesus for, to, for leading them. And then at different times, they, they just run out and they catch somebody, a child, for example, and they just run back, get them in safety and gives them on to the second line where his wife and children are treating the wounded, praying for them, giving food or medicine, whatever. And there's like this team. And so they, they, they do this again and again and again. <clears throat> and every time they kind of get, get through one crisis, they go into the next one because that's where the need is, right? While most people probably go back home and tell the story, right? So they keep on going like this and just uh, trusting God in the middle of the storm because that's where the need is the greatest. And I think that's something I'm thinking like, what if we would move in where the challenge is? 
and go in to serve like Jesus instead of kind of sitting and trying to protect ourselves from the danger. So that's that's kind of been uh, something I'm reflecting on these days a bit. But that uh, documentary movie about the Eubank family, Free Burma Rangers. If you if you uh, search for Free Burma Rangers documentary, you can find uh, that film. Yeah. I was thinking, Marxist, how, how do you um, handle... Uh, difficult times in your life? How do you try was, to respond? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually reminded of a practical example situation that was, so I was studying in London, uh, I was studying uh, music technology and, uh, you know, I was going home and uh, I was attacked and robbed by uh, three guys. So I was taking my mobile, was taken out. Uh, I had beautiful glasses that were <laughs> shredded pieces. And, and so, you know, mobile and stuff. And, uh, you know, police was uh, called, uh, they came. Uh, and I was sitting in the back of the police uh, car. And as I was sitting there, suddenly I was uh, spoken or reminded by the Holy Spirit, a song that I had written. Uh, a few weeks beforehand and the, the song that I wrote uh, I wrote in a beautiful sunny morning uh, by a beautiful piano with a cup of coffee and I was writing like deep lyrics about uh, going through the storms and through the valleys and, and uh, kind of realizing that my only place of true refuge is you know with God himself and so those were like deep beautiful <laughs> lyrics I wrote uh, and suddenly right there in the back of the police car uh, with my uh, freshly stolen mobile phone that I had two year warranty to pay for. And I realized I have no money. My glasses were broken. Uh, for me, it was a big thing. And suddenly I was reminded by God that remember the lyrics you wrote. And this is a situation that actually uh, you wrote about. So now you actually can uh, experience those lyrics you wrote. And I felt God said, go in the room, uh, back in my house and, and worship me. And I felt that it's like a, it was a, like a choice that I had to do, uh, whether I was willing or not, that was a question. And, and so I went back in, uh, in my home and I can till, still till this day say that was the best worship night alone I had with God right in the midst of that valley. And, and uh, something that was yeah, just brought up by that reality was that before some of those words were still real, but there was a different reality when I came to that situation where I had to kind of fill in those words and uh, I had to come to terms of what it means in that situation for me. And so I guess I realized that uh, it is God who teaches as we go. He teaches me. Yeah, you know, I was, uh, yeah, go as I go through, like, uh, I guess, crisis and situations, the question I ask is, God, where are you? And, and uh, you know, what do you speak to me in this situation? And uh, uh, <clears throat> I was coming back from German-Poland border and I was quite freaked out if I would get back actually because, uh, you know, I had some uh, yeah, uh, health issues that were similar to Corona. And, and as I, w- I felt this fear coming, I asked this question at, right in the back of the van uh, coming near the border. Where are you, Jesus? Uh, I was reminding my wife, uh, my uh, smart, wisdomful wife, to ask this question in prayer. And as he s- just spoke to me in that moment, it, you know, he was with me in that situation. So I guess that's the learning uh, I have learned in those question, uh, situations is to ask, uh, mm-hmm. where is Jesus with me right here in the valley of the death or <laughs> in the moment when I'm robbed? And, and yeah make a choice of, of praising him despite the situation. Hmm. 
But I, nice. I think isn't isn't it a bit of of the challenge that we have in in our part of the world that a lot of things are are running so smoothly. Uh, we have food on the table. Uh, I have man, money to pay the rent. Uh, my my kids are are healthy, and if they're not, we go to the hospital, and it's free. And yeah, on and on and on. And and um, therefore, I don't really have an experience of of really relying on God when when things are uh, are shaking. Uh, and 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 when I read, for example, if I read through Psalms. Uh, it's more a, a theory when it's written. Mm. A lot of the Psalms are really uh, about these areas. And the, the funny thing about, or funny, but the interesting thing about the Psalms is that it's, it's experienced. So it's, mm. it's not a theory, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a witness. Yeah. So I was in deep, deep trouble and uh, I wonder where you were, Lord, but you came and you rescued me and now I worship you. That's a, like a typical, yeah. uh, that's like the copy-paste uh, part yeah. of the Psalms. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but it, it's, not, it's not like a theory. Uh, it, it's, it's, yeah, that's that what, what, what was happens. And then it's a bit twist. Now, now this, this uh, difficult things happened and then, then you came and, and so on. But a lot of us... Uh, don't have that kind of experience, and um, if we do, maybe we we are, as you say, on Jacob. We are then back on track and say, okay, fine. Now I and now I get money to uh, to pay the rent, or or God gave us an apartment, and we we don't need to live on the streets. But now we continue to rely on ourselves and mm. the system and. Um, um, good planning or yeah whatever it is nothing bad with the planning but it's we we put uh, so much of our security in in the structure and then the system and and in not on god yeah. and and in the new testament the, there is a lot of action you know it's it's a lot of drama happening there is persecution and it's it's not like everything is smooth all the time and i i think that there's a danger i've seen for myself in my own life that the times when the pressure is on, I kind of feel more alive. But when we go in the smooth daily runnings, uh, then I'm more concerned for my own heart because I see that it's more, the bigger danger is actually that my own heart is not in a good place somehow. And, and then I'm kind of, I don't know, that I lose, I'm losing out on kind of the motivation of, uh, of Jesus in the way that he, uh, that he's going about it, you know, and so it's uh, it's almost like I would like to to more go into the place of some crossfire uh, to follow him there rather than to stay at home and kind of sit thinking you know, of, of my own needs in the sense that I see so so easily can happen. So I think the times when I have been moving out and had sometimes I was preaching the gospel in Norway uh, with a team and. And then we, we got like uh, some stuff, uh, like some sort of small persecution and more like in media, uh, uh, like some newspapers and on TV and stuff. And some people were calling, calling us an exorcist sect, for example. And they were, uh, you know, writing publicly about uh, how we had been doing all these different kinds of things and stuff. And and, uh, and it was a lot of lies uh, in it as well. But I felt God, God so close in a sense, right? 
And it's like, uh, so I think that if, if we would maybe go and preach the gospel uh, and follow Jesus with, with a bit more boldness, maybe also in our societies, I think also that uh, there is a space for a bit of friction and life, but maybe sometimes we just choose the safe side a bit too much and choose to, to be very, you know, respectful and not following in it. So, yeah. But Marcus, you've met some, some of some like that in Latvia, like even like spiritually. Do you want to share any of your experiences from how conflict can arise if you follow Jesus? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's uh, uh, there's like different examples, but um, yeah, following Jesus is I think uh, not <laughs> easy and safe and safety always, right? And uh, the more I think we read Gospels and Acts and even look the church history, I think it's uh, just more obvious how can go against the paradigm of prosperity gospel or uh, all is going to be nice and easy. Uh, yeah. But uh, I think uh, the beautiful thing is that as we learn, as we go, uh, I think God is teaching us if we let him to shape us. And I can say that about me. So uh, there are still fears that are coming up, you know, as I follow him, but uh, uh, we have quite occult and like spiritual context here in Latvia, Riga. So when you say you are a mission or uh, you're following Jesus, quite obviously you will come against, uh, not against, yeah, you will meet people that uh, that are walking in that reality. And I think, um, yeah, there's uh, <clears throat> there's been different encounters, but by all of those uh, situations, uh, there has been, uh, yeah, quite demonic people, you know, obsessed people uh, or like, uh, yeah, uh, kind of even physically moments when, when I was sitting across the table from a guy that I was fearful that he would hit me right in the face because, uh, you know, he was so aggressive when uh, God said, go and uh, share with him uh, a word of knowledge I had about him. And uh, what God taught me in that moment was, as I was looking in his eyes, I felt uh, I was facing literally the fear. Uh, you know, that moment when you look in the eyes and his eyes were like fully red because he was drinking like vodka from like open bottle. I mean, he was... Uh, on that condition physically where it's like, yeah, beyond looking beautiful, let's put it that way. And as I was looking in his eyes, I felt I was looking in, in, in the eyes of fear. And that's when I felt that, that actually the authority and power of God's love really came upon me. And in a different way, I hadn't experienced that. In that moment where I was afraid of me, my wife sitting at uh, the next table, and this love actually gave me authority to speak uh, in a way that I didn't feel I could beforehand. And so that's what I feel that as we go in those moments, uh, even on mission, you know, with like people maybe in our community or like uh, it can be in a supermarket or as you mentioned in the uh, Middle East, you know, it can be different contexts. But I think as we follow Jesus, we will face situations where fear will come up. So not to be ignorant of that reality, but I think, if we actually remain in Jesus, we will go through that situation. And for me, it was a testimony of, of God's love being so authoritative and powerful that the end I could like share the gospel about like full gospel about sin and him needing the repentance. And he was like uh, like a prisoner guy becoming uh, confused. What is this message? And at the end, he didn't actually let me pray because he was afraid of, of me actually laying hands and praying for him. So it, yeah, uh, those are some examples where, where just by actually being on the go, uh, by walking as Jesus trying to walk in that same manner, uh, I think we, we will face situations, but I want to encourage everyone that actually, uh, I believe God meets us there. And so he's ready to teach us through those. Yeah. 
So maybe this is a God-given opportunity for us in a sense to to start to step out even more in a sense. Do you have any any like final reflections, Martin, from your side in Sweden? But, but yeah, but I think that it's it's a good thing that to uh, in in every situation you have you have two options. Either you you get closer to God or you take a step step mm. step back. Um and um that becomes really really clear in crisis times uh no matter which area are are um stepping close or are taking steps closer to god or or um do i take a step back from god and and if i take a step back from god i i automatically uh find myself in um yeah in bad ways uh in in uh, in not healthy ways it could be that uh the fear comes or that i'm i'm sitting eating chocolate all night or uh, that i'm uh, i became uh, bitter or angry or yeah we we have a lot of different ways to deal with the situations that are aren't healthy for us and and we so we can't be in like in a, in a vacuum where where it's uh, uh, where it's we are just stable. So if we if we don't approach in God, we we will f- find ourselves in in some situation that is uh, that is not healthy in, in different ways. And I think that's important for us in situations now when a lot of us are are having challenges to to remind us about okay, mm. uh, what is God's promises in in difficult circumstances. And I was thinking about the, earlier this day about Hebrew 30, and that's also a, a quote from from uh, uh, from the Old Testament, where it, where it says that um, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. I think that's a, that's a, just a short verse that it, it's possible to just learn by heart, but also to to remind uh, mm. myself about during the day. Okay. Um, yeah, my 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 workplace is shaking. I don't know if I have a work uh, in mm. a week or in a month, but he will never forsake me. And he will never leave me. So uh, I don't need to be. Um, I could be afraid of losing my job, of course, but it's not on a basic foundation that I need to be afraid. Um, and maybe things turn out that, um, um, yeah, bad things happen. But I, I'd. On the on the basic foundation, I don't need to be afraid because he has promised this and this. Mm. So I, I think those promises are are uh, extra important when you're going mm. through difficult yeah. times. Yeah, I mean, bad bad things happen and they will keep happening, and <laughs> that's for sure, right? But we can trust God in it, mm. and uh, that's the really good news. Like, if I if I am to round up this uh, podcast of today. I was just thinking that, like, uh, uh, because our passion here is that we want to learn to to walk like Jesus. We want, uh, you know, Him to lead us and be, become more and more disciples of Jesus. And, uh, and so, we, when we when I read about Him, uh, the way He was walking in Israel, it, if we if we take it to our situation now, like He basically was walking around. He had uh, very little belongings, at least in that very active part of his life. He, he was walking around in a very simple way. 
and he didn't really build all these kind of securities in, in, in houses and wealth and a safe job or, or wherever, but he, he would listen to his father and he would go about and just do those things he was sent to do, which was to preach the kingdom of God coming, was to heal the sick, it was to deliver people from evil spirits. And, and he went around doing good and he delivered all those who were oppressed by the devil. So, so there you have our primary calling, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then also Jesus says the same. He says that what good is it for a man if he wins the whole world but loses his soul, right? And so I've been feeling in this time, like really, like one thing is what are you afraid of? Because uh, the fears that you uh, have in your life, you who are watching and listening now, uh, a good way to approach the fear is to, to go f- and face it straight on. If you're afraid of a special person or a special situation, uh, go against that fear, encounter that, and trust in God. And this can be the way God will let you conquer it and grow through it, actually. Because often, often where your fear is, is maybe also an area of your life God wants to work in. So it's like a signal, okay, there is an area here. I want to actually to help you with this area. So don't run away from that fear, but face it so that God can come in and do that work in you. And after that, you won't have that fear anymore in the same way, right? So that's it for fear. But I think on the other side, what are we focusing on? You know, are we following Jesus in the way that we go about preaching the kingdom, the gospel, healing the sick, seeking the kingdom first? And if that's our first priority, I think these other things, you know, I mean, for this Eubank family in, in Mosul in this fight, I don't think they were thinking so much about those things because they had a different priority. They had eternal values at stake, right? And so that's what I see for me, even bigger uh, challenge for me than fear in this time it's, uh, is more about what am I seeking? Like, what is my heart seeking, you know? And I've found myself sometimes like even like a local church planter I can find myself sitting with my, my Mac, uh, communicating with people, planning events, you know, these kinds of things. And then I see that, ah, I should have been more out there just ministering to people, preaching the gospel, making new disciples, right? And so I see so how easy in the West our priorities can change because we think this is strategic, this is wise, you have to be productive, you know, like even like your heart can be taken by like a worldly way of thinking, but Jesus is very clear on, on this is why I came, you know, and this is what I'm sending you out to do. So just wanted to give that little encouragement um, in the end today. That's very good. So guys, yeah. shall we call it today? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Okay. So then we just want to say thank you for today from Riga, from Gothenburg and from Bergen. And, and uh, so this is the first, the first episode of this Jesus Walks podcast, uh, where you can uh, learn more about how to walk like Jesus in your practical everyday life. So thank you so much uh, for today, everybody. Thank you. Shall we just end with a prayer? Yeah. 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 Jesus, we thank you that we can rely on you in every circumstances in our life and ask you now, now that you just come and, and um, help those of us who, who conquer fear mm. and, and are, uh, yeah, are challenged by fear and, and uh, needs to yeah, 
those of us who, who don't really see a way out. And just I say, Lord, Lord, that you come and, and reveal yourself and your promises and your goodness for us. Ask you, Lord, also that you will reveal more of yourself for us and, and uh, mm. your calling to us in, in these days. Mm. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Okay, so God bless you all. Thank you for listening and see you next time.